Ladies and gentlemen, Train Hard Left Strong family, boys and girls, everybody, what's going on? You know who I am. I'm your host, Coach Matt, owner of Athletic Beings Training and Apparel. And the show today, we have an amazing guest speaker, an amazing guest speaker, a gym owner, and a seven-time state record powerlifter. This girl is truly amazing. She opened up her own gym called Be Fit Gym in Glendale, Arizona. So if y'all are in Glendale, Arizona or around that location, go ahead have, uh, go ahead and head over to Be Fit Gym and you will see her and her amazing gym and the amazing passion she has for this sport, for this industry. She was, you know, lifting heavy weights. She was pushing her body. She was doing what she wanted to do. And I don't know if a lot of you have experienced this yet, but whenever you feel like your body doesn't want to do something anymore, like you feel like your body is, this is not, there's nothing connecting. There's no connection. And and you just feel like there's something more that you should be doing. That's exactly what she went through. She did powerlifting. She crushed it, but she wanted more. She wanted to find more. She had bigger dreams and bigger things to pursue, so she did. So ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and let's dive in this episode and hear behind the scenes on how this amazing guest speaker won these records and opened up her own gym. So here we go, y'all. Let's dive in. Hey everyone, Coach Matt here, and you're listening to the Train Hard Live Strong Podcast, where we bring on the top fitness pros, top fitness influencers, motivational speakers, and people who have gone through dramatic transformations, and we're all here to inspire you to believe in yourself. If you have not yet, go ahead and check out our website, trainhardlivestrong.com. You can see all the new upcoming guest speakers and all the amazing things coming your way. Welcome to another life-changing episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode here on the Train Hard Live Strong podcast. I'm your host, Coach Matt, and today, like usual, y'all, we have an amazing guest speaker on the show, a seven-time powerlifting record holder, um, owns her own business, her own fitness business, her own gym, which is fairly new, uh, which is so cool, so cool, and uh, super passionate about the health, the fitness, everything that comes along with transforming your body, your health, your life, uh, your mind, everything that comes with fitness and health, y'all. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome our guest speaker today, Bailey Fister. Yo, what's up, Bailey? Hi, how are you? <laughs> I'm, I'm good, I'm good. How are you? I'm great. I'm excited for First podcast ever. <laughs> yes. So cool. So awesome. Uh, so right now you are in Phoenix, Arizona. How hot is it over there right now? Holy crap. It's, I think it's about 113. They, they have us on a heat warning. <laughs> oh my gosh. Heat warning. Yeah. This weekend it's supposed to hit 115, 116. Oh my gosh. So. That's nuts, man. That's <laughs> over here. Over here in Houston, it's like, it, it gets hot. Like we're hitting three digit you know triple digit but it's super super humid oh i don't know which one's worse dry heat or humidity <laughs> <laughs> i know i think me per so i lived in uh in bullhead city which is uh, kind of i think like a few hours two or three hours I'm, i think from phoenix uh so uh, it's it's very hot and i know how it is in arizona so but moving over here to houston it's i think i would i don't know actually actually you know what i don't even know i think maybe dry heat would be better yeah Maybe you're, right now. So, 
Yeah, yeah, all. right. Yeah. <laughs> all right, girl. So uh, for everyone, all of our listeners who don't, uh, you know, doesn't know who you are, current and our future listeners, uh, real quick, can you give like a nice little background story on, you know, who you are, um, how you got into fitness and how you got to who you are today? Okay, I can do that. So oh, let's see. I grew up always in sports, competitive, cheerleading, competitive gymnastics. I even was a collegiate cheerleader up at uh, Northern Arizona University where I graduated with my bachelor's in public health. And when I graduated from college, I started working out at the gym and I met a trainer. He became my mentor and we did train for a bodybuilding competition. We trained for over a year and it was fun. But he really encouraged me to get into powerlifting because I'm just, I'm abnormally strong. Like I'm only, I'm barely 5'3", and I weigh from 125 to 130, and I can lift some pretty big numbers. So he was like, let's get in this powerlifting competition. Let's do it. So... I think when I just started lifting heavy, it kind of boosted my confidence. I saw what it could do to your body, mentally and physically. And at this time, I was training some clients out of his gym. And again, like he was more than just my trainer. He was my mentor. So he was running his own business and kind of just, he was always hyping me up, telling me he saw my passion for health and fitness and how I could help other people. And I just kept getting more and more clients, kind of just posting my own journey on social media and then my clients' transformations. And when I thought I was going to go into healthcare and be a nurse or a therapist, here I am, actually a gym owner, and I'm still in health, the healthcare field, but... Oh, yes, absolutely. ...now, and it's just perfect. It seems perfect for me, so that's, that's kind of my <laughs> well, I like it. I like it. I'm, gl I'm glad you did all that stuff. Uh, and it's, uh, it's, it's super cool to uh, hear like uh, people's backgrounds or like history and fitness. Uh, and it's, it's crazy because healthcare is big, you know, the health, health and wellness industry. That's just, you know, that's the foundation of, of all of us. So like people who are even in something completely different, you know, uh, anything else, uh, people who just work at Walmart or whoever, like you have to have good health in order to do the things you want to do. Um, so like we're huge in this field, you know, and yeah. uh, so so whenever you were competing and stuff like that, um, tell us a little bit about how uh, how weightlifting, especially as a female too, which is so cool, how lifting up these big weights made you feel more in the mental aspect. It made me feel confident. I feel like people don't really expect women to lift weights at all you know we're told a lot you're going to get masculine if you lift weights or it's unattractive even some like women will say well i want to lift weights but i don't want to get big and those are things you can still lift weights and not get big and bulky nutrition plays a huge part in that so i think for me to have my body image, my physique, I think I still represent a very feminine body and lift heavy weights. So it draws women in and lets them know they actually can lift weights. 
and still feel sexy, still feel confident. It's very empowering. And I think as women, we, we need stuff like that. We need to feel confident. We need to feel empowered because sometimes we're not always told it and we don't always speak about ourselves that way. So when you can lift weights like that, it's kind of just a feeling like, like it's a validation, you know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I like how you validation. Like you are basically, you, if you know that, because I've always felt, okay, I've always had this opinion I, my whole life. Um, I've never been the one to say like, oh, girl shouldn't lift. You know, I've always been the one like, Dude, once a female figures out that they can be this badass chick in the gym and lift heavy ass weights and and also give like birth to like another person and all this incredible stuff like that is to me like the ultimate ultimate superhero on like on planet Earth, you know? So like whenever females start lifting these heavy weights and putting that in, they are just now just like you said, validating that they have this amazing power with inside of them. Yeah, it's literally like a superpower. I agree. <laughs> uh, it's crazy. It's so crazy. It's crazy. And uh, and I like yes. Whenever I've had a lot of a lot of uh, females because I, I I'm a trainer too, so I coach a lot of females. Um, and the biggest thing is that you know I don't want to lift you know ten fifteen pounds because I'm gonna get like big. I want to have you know like arms like like guys do you know and it's uh and it's like that's not what's gonna happen. Just like you said, you know, right. nutrition plays a huge role. Uh, so whenever you began lifting heavy weights, your body obviously changed like physically. So how did, were you okay with that? Like, were you happy with how your body was changing? I think like any person, I have my good days and my bad days. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you look in the mirror and you think, am I getting too big? Am I getting too bulky? Do I look masculine? Do I still look sexy? Because I think in society with Instagram, you see bodybuilders and people love it or they hate it. Then you see the curvy women, people love it or they hate it. So you're like, am I supposed to be this strong? Am I supposed to be more curvy? So I think you have your good and your bad days. But overall, throughout my journey, I get more and more confident and more accepting of my body type. And I do, I love my body, like, it's capable of a lot and I appreciate everything it does for me. That's so good. That, that is great. And you know, whenever, whenever I was growing up and I was in the gym and I was, cause I was like a scrawny kid, like super, like a small, I was tall, but I was like, like a stick, you know, and people would, I would play sports and like, as a guy, I was getting pushed around and it was like embarrassing, you know? Um, so I started lifting weights and getting bigger and bigger and whenever, you know, that began to happen, you know, you start to get confident, not like crazy cocky or anything, but you can begin to get confident. And I was, you know, told sometimes like, hey, you know, don't be too conceited. And it's like, no, that is not what's happening. It's just, just like you said, you love yourself. And I feel like everyone should start there before they even hit anything else. You know, like you should learn to love who you are first. And just love the body that you've been given and just understand and have control over the outcomes, you know? Agree. Yeah. And, but I think that is the hardest thing mm -hmm. to do is love yourself. Yeah. Yes. Very true. Yes. And it, it, did it take you like a long time? Did you, or were you kind of, as soon as you start lifting heavy weights and you just, your, you know, your, 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 uh, your coach and your mentor was telling you, Hey, you should, you know, do this powerlifting. Like you're strong. Like did that, 
is that whenever that spark happened where you began to love who you were or did or have you always kind of been kind of like confident about yourself um so growing up in elementary school because i was a gymnast i always had arms and i remember the boys in elementary school actually calling me she-hulk and tell, <laughs> telling me like my arms were too big so when I did start with my coach and mentor um, at Die Hard Gym, the whole team, it's like a team powerlifting gym, you can say. So everyone's hyping each other up, and it does make you feel more accepting, if that makes sense. So I, yeah. think, I think during my powerlifting years is when I really became confident with who I am and my purpose. Okay, I like that. That's good. How did uh, whenever you won these records and and I, we talked the other day, and I believe you said you still you check and you still hold the records, but how did it feel uh, getting these records and and still having them today? Um, like you're floating on a cloud. <laughs> yeah, I think it feels pretty great. Um, it's not somewhere I ever saw myself, so it's definitely pretty encouraging. I think it really taught me that I can do anything I put my mind to. You just have to believe that you can do it. Yes. Yes. So you began with um, bodybuilding, right? As So you went on stage and, and you went in front of judges to, to, to pose and stuff, right? Yes, in a bikini. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so how was um, – so you go from that. How did you do? Did you do good? I, um, I was in two competitions and I got second at both. Oh, nice. Okay, okay. And – so you were you obviously did well, um, and after that, going into you know powerlifting, it's it's obviously a different type of training style. It's different, you know, to, oh, yeah. to the yeah, it's different to the body and all that stuff. Was were you more attracted to the heavy powerlifting? You know, the the small repetitions and just doing compound movements as hard as you can, or did you like the bodybuilding? Like at that moment, um, um so I think I liked the heavy lifting mm -hmm. you know I would train with him my coach three to four days a week but I would still go to the gym and do the high intensity interval workouts completely different than what we were doing at the gym to prepare for me right but two completely different sports and I think with powerlifting, it's all on you like you go out on the platform and you determine your fate you're not putting your fate in the judge's hands, whether they like your body or not. Mm. You go out there, you lift the weight and you prove to the people, this is why you need first, or this is why you deserve that get, you know? Yeah. That's, you know, you're not the first person to say that too. I, the, the judging aspect of like, you know, physique or bikini or whatever, it's these girls go up there and they, they work so hard and they do so much and they fix their diet and they've said no to friends hanging out and, you know, this and that. And then you go up on there and then someone tells you that, hey, you need to work on this more. Not even saying like, hey, good job on your journey. Good job on losing 50, 60, 70 pounds and changing your entire life. You know, you just need to have better glutes next time. You know, and, and just, I like what you said, too, about how the powerlifting was different because you're on the platform and, and you are the one that's showing them like, yo, I'm about to pull this weight. And, uh, and I'm going to show you that I'm strong as hell. Yeah. So watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I like that. I, and you can take that, like that mentality, you take it through your entire life. Yeah. That's powerful and that, stuff. 
you're going to do bodybuilding, you know, you're going to compete in bikini or physique, like you were saying, that's a whole different mental game because you have to know that you are perfect the way you are. But just because they didn't give you a first place trophy doesn't mean you're not doing everything you can. And I think, you know, you got to be prepared for that mental game if you're going to step into that sport. Wow. Yes. Very true. Very true. Very true. Um, whenever you, so how long has it been since you kind of, you stopped competing? So first of all, why did you stop competing powerlifting? Um, I don't know if I'm done forever, but my last competition was in December of 2019. So like six months ago. Not far. Yeah. And I think just because seven, eight, nine, I was training for powerlifting for about three years. And again, I sit at about 130 pounds, maybe even a little less. And just the heavy lifting, the repetitiveness on my body. And between the three lifts, squat, bench, and deadlift, I was really starting to feel it in my spine, my lower back. And I just know with my profession, I should probably take care of my body because I only get one and so I'm just kind of changing my training style a little bit and taking care of myself and my clients right now that's good I like that two things that I love that you said one of them you listen to your body you listen to your body that is huge Um, and number two you changed you know what it was you changed that you know you got your records man like that's that's dope you worked you know you worked your ass off for it and you proved to a lot of people that hey i'm strong and i'm gonna take what i got and i'm gonna use it um and and you create that confidence you know and you did your thing and you, you know you got the records and now now your body's telling you hey you know it's time to relax like there's something else that you should be doing right now you know and i'm gonna tell you this way and then you listen to it and then now you're gonna be used and for a greater purpose, you know, and I feel like that is also one of the biggest things that fitness and health gives a lot of people is the understanding of who you are physically, like spiritually, emotionally, and all those things. All um, of it. Yes. And, and paying attention to your health, you know, is, is the biggest thing. And there's a lot, it, even me, you know, I would, you know, before I would go to the gym just for like a lot of uh, mental and like, you know, I guess like cleanliness, like cleaning out my emotions and stuff like that. Cause I was like a bad place, you know, in, in, uh, in, when I was in the, in the military and the, the, or the, the weight room was somewhere that I could like put pain on my body and it would make me feel better, you know? And uh-huh. then, and then that kind of caused different things to happen. And that's when I transitioned to, you know what, dude, like, what am I doing? You know, I'm like, there's no purpose in trying to, you know, pull all this weight or push all this weight and do this crazy thing, uh, just to, you know, I guess abused my body or whatnot. And, but then the transition to focusing on my health was like so much more, you know, greater, like my mind, you know, really opened up. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I think lifting weights could cure a lot of things and a lot of people. And I think it's a great alternative to certain treatments or, you know, but definitely after a bad day, I think nothing's better than a good gym session. (laughs) (laughs) Very, hey, very true. I love, uh, I love that feeling. You know, like just of all this weight or the burn, like that sensation is so amazing. You know, yeah. Uh, and I'm glad that you said that. What is, what does? Um, so, how is your training style now? I would say it's strength training with a sprinkle of <laughs> it, 
maybe. Okay. We do focus my clients and myself. I do the same workouts that I put them through. Mm-hmm. Um, we definitely hit the weights, but we'll throw in like some kettlebell swings and jump ropes or, you know, we'll row in between reps just to really keep the heart rate up. And we are shooting for, you know, 12 to 15 reps, really just trying to push that hypertrophy. Yeah. Okay. I like it. So you're moving more to, and, you know, squats, bench press, deadlifts. I think I, those, those lifts are, they are very functional. But now you're focusing more on, like, functional, more in like, multi-movement type of, uh, of movements, right? Exercises. Oh, yeah. And it's completely different for them, too, because when I trained my clients at Die Hard, we stuck more to those functional movements because it just went with the vibe of the gym. Okay. And so now here, like, I just keep getting so many compliments that they're loving the workouts. You know, it's different than what they've been put through. And so they're enjoying it. I, it's fun. Yeah. yeah and, and fitness should be fun. You know, fitness should be yeah. always, always fun. Yeah. Hell yeah. So that, that, and that's so awesome. What, um, how long have you had BeFit? I got my BeFit as an LLC, I believe, at the beginning of 2019. Mm-hmm. And what, what? So before LLC, did you did you still have BeFit? Um, I was not calling it BeFit. I was kind of just doing independent personal training. Uh huh. Okay. Okay. When it, what, what's like the purpose behind it? What, is there a purpose behind it or did you just take like your first initial and then put fit at the end? Um, well, B for Bailey. Yes. Yes. <laughs> P-F-I-T-T came from my last name too. So I just remember being in college and I was creating a business plan on my laptop or a gym. Still wasn't sure what I was going to school for or what I was going to do with the rest of my life. But I thought making a business plan for a gym sounded great. So back in like 2015, I came up with this name. And then, you know, in 2019, something inside me was like, let's do this. Let's get it started. It just felt right. So I just went with it. (laughs) I like, I like it. Now that, that the way that you explained it, it's like, it is funny how it just fits, you know, like, it's how your name is, and it's like be fit. Like, hey, let's let's get fit. Like, I like that. It's so cool. What 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 does um what does training and you know taking care of yourself? What does it do for you today? Like, what do you receive from training? Um. Well, like you said earlier, like a cleanse. Like that's my that's my self care. That's my therapy some people are prescribed medicine some ladies like to go get their nails done I do too but I would much rather go get a gym session in it just it balances me out with all the stress especially right now with everything going on in the world I feel like you can kind of just shut it all out and enjoy your time in the gym and just focus on you just you for you know 30 to 45 minutes yeah with um with the people that come to to work out with you, you know, to your classes or for you individually, do you sometimes um whenever they come in, are they always in a hundred percent like positive moods? They may not come in that way, but they're gonna leave that way. <laughs> yes, that's what I wanted to hear. That's what I was waiting for. <laughs> you have a lot of fun, I'm telling you. <laughs> that's good. And that is like the biggest 
that if I could, if for somehow if I could get to other people, you know, um, I've talked to a lot of people who have, you know, mental disorders or depression, anxiety, and this and that. And fitness, weightlifting, training, if they do do that, it helps them. And it, it clears their mind, you know, it moves the blood through. And it, that's what we're designed to do. And with all this stuff going on, like you said, uh, it's it's huge to find something positive, to find something that makes you happy. And yeah. fitness ha- has always been that for me. And I'm pretty sure it has been that for you too. But like we, yeah. it seems like we both grew up into it. Like we, because I was always an athlete too growing up and you were also. Uh, so for people who are just now in their 30s, 20s maybe, or 40s, or even 50s, and they're just now jumping in, um, it makes me excited, you know, because then they're going to feel that love, you know? Yeah, I, I agree. Yes. yes, dude, and it's, it's, it's so All ages, you know, younger. I have a 10-year-old, she's my youngest, and then I also have a 77-year-old, so... <gasps> I train a huge variety of people, shapes, sizes, goals, you know. Yeah, all of it, all of it. One thing that I have, I've noticed is, because um, I, 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 I'm the same as you, I, I, my oldest one, uh, he's, I think, yeah, he's in his 50s, almost in his 60s, and nice. uh, youngest one just turned 12, and there's huge differences, like, one of them, the youngest one, is focusing on learning how to move his body and moving, uh, understanding how this does this. And, you know, obviously I want to look good because he's getting into his teens and this and that. And then the, my oldest one, he wants to be healthy. He wants to feel good and live as long as possible because now we're getting older and fitness, our health and fitness is like crucial. You know, it's, it's very important. Do you see the same thing with inside your types of clients that are younger and older? Oh, Yeah. Definitely. The younger ones are more about appearance, <laughs> which is fine. And that's fine if the older ones are about appearance too, that everyone wants to look good. Mm-hmm. But you can kind of tell the older clientele, they just want to be healthy. They're doing it more for themselves. They want to be around for their kids, their grandkids. And I think that right there, that has a lot more motivation behind it you know it's yes it's not it's not selfish because they're doing it for other people too and it i don't know it tugs on my heartstrings <laughs> <laughs> my heart i never heard that before <laughs> uh, <laughs> with um with everything that you that you've done and that you're doing um i'm pretty sure because all of all of us have gone through something right something crazy has there been some you know mindset roadblocks throughout your journey from powerlifting to opening up your own gym and all this stuff? I think just maybe a little bit of self-doubt. Um, not knowing if you're supposed to continue. Not, not even, am I supposed to continue with school? Am I supposed to go get my master's? Um, if I open a gym, how do I open a gym? They don't teach you how to run a business in school. Do I Google it? Is there a YouTube video I can watch? (laughs) Right. (laughs) And you know, like, am I capable of doing it? I think the biggest obstacle is honestly self doubt. Wow. I, and, and you have, you've self doubted yourself even through opening up your own gym. Oh yeah, for sure. I, I, I mean, 
I didn't have the number of clients that I wanted before opening a gym, but I also felt stagnant where I was. So I kind of gambled on myself when I took this risk, this opportunity, but it's definitely paid off. So yeah, I, yeah. I, I think if you want something bad enough, it, it will succeed. If you're consistent and you put in the time, yeah, and then self-doubt just kind of goes away absolutely in the process yeah did you ever self-doubt yourself whenever you're about to max out on deadlift bench press or squats oh oh hell yeah (laughs) and uh, my last competition in december i was actually very sick like the week leading up to my powerlifting meet i i wasn't eating because i didn't feel good and I even weighed in like super light and my coach was like, what's going on? I was like, I've been sick all week, haven't really ate. But the week, the day before my meet, I carved up. I ate all day. So I thought I would be good. And I actually ended up bombing out on squats. That was our first lift of the competition. And if you bomb out on squats, as in you don't get any of your attempts, I didn't stand up from any of them. You bomb out of the competition, so you're technically disqualified. And so you can continue with the competition. You're just doing it for fun. You're not going to win. And I did choose to just keep participating because I wanted to see how my bench press would go, and I wanted to see how my deadlift would go. So I ended up not getting – or I got one bench press, but it was only 182, and my record is actually 187. So I still didn't do as good on that. I was still very weak. And then when we went into deadlift, um, I think I was shooting for like 355. I think that was going to be our max attempt. But I actually ended up pulling 369. Never, ever have I touched that weight. Plus all those events that happened that day from being disqualified, like I didn't even need to be participating, and I still hit a personal record. I forgot what the question was, but I just wanted to tell that story. <laughs> yeah, no, good. I like, see, I like that. That's like what, what I was getting to with this road of self-doubt is as you trained and you competed with powerlifting, you, even with me, constantly I'm, I'm working out and, you know, hey, I don't think I'm going to get faster on my 40-yard dash than last week. You know, I don't think I'm going to you know, gain that, that one pound of muscle by the end of this month. Like, you know, there's doubts, you know, so with, but with my training and what I do, you know, and going through those self doubts and then coming on the other side, as in I accomplished it with you and you going through the meets and, and you going through the training to become strong, you know, that self doubt of you not, of you thinking to yourself, I can't do this. And then you doing it. I feel like that over and over again through the years before you opened up your own gym has engraved this type of um, like, I guess you could say confidence to the point to where now in life externally away from training away from the barbells that you, whenever it comes to self doubt that you might do it, but it's literally just like a something small. And then you know that you're going to come on the other side. Yeah. I think it all starts here. Yes, it does. And, and I, I like that. You know, it's, it's, it's crazy with, um, it was training and fitness and everything like that. You know, you find so much stuff about yourself and, um, 
especially with what you did, like powerlifting, that's picking up heavy weight. Everyone listening right now, if you understand what powerlifting is and you know how it is to pick up some heavy weight, um, it's very challenging, very hard. And you, like, it's scary. You know, I remember the first time where I was going to max out on back squats. Like that is some scary stuff. Cause you go down, you don't know if you can come up like there's, right. yeah. So you're relying on your legs. You're relying on your spotter. If you got one, hopefully you do. And then, you know, and then you just push through it, you know, just like with your external life. Yeah. And the person spotting you is a complete stranger. So you're just putting all your trust in them. And plus you got a room full of people looking at you. So try to stay <laughs> to get that lift <laughs> yeah yeah i like it i like it um with do, do you feel do you do you like everything that you've gone through with powerlifting do you or like do you are you proud of the things that you have accomplished to become the person you are today i'm very proud i wouldn't change a thing i feel like everything we go through helps us grow and just molds us into who we're supposed to be Yes. Wow. Yeah, def- most definitely 100%. Um with if anyone right now listening is struggling with with just doing it, you know, like finding it inside and just hey, I'm just going to do it. Uh cuz one thing that I like that you said earlier was whenever you were in college and you're building the, you know, business plan for a gym and how you said and this stuck to me because I have asked myself this many many times with my business and then leaving, working out of gyms and becoming a, you know, my own entity with my training, um, am I supposed to be doing this? And I think that is something that we always ask ourselves whenever life sucks, like it sucks whenever I'm not getting, you know, new clients this week or whenever my, my uh, maxes are lower than last week or last month, you know, like am I supposed to be doing this? Whenever everything life is telling you, Hey, this, you suck and you suck and you suck and you're never going to do this. Like pushing past that, anyone listening right now who is struggling with that, what would be some words of like encouragement and motivation advice that you would give someone right now who is struggling with? Am I supposed to be doing this? (sighs) Write down your why. Why are you doing it in the first place? And Oh, man. See, you put me on the spot. <laughs> hey, take your time, girl. This is deep. I like it. Take your time. <laughs> uh, I think write down your reason why. Why do you want to do what you're doing? And make sure there's more pros than cons. And just continue to show up for yourself. I think that's the number one thing we can do. You know, we can't always count on other people to show up for ourselves. So... Sometimes we just need to take account accountability and do it for ourselves. Beautiful. I like it. I like it. Even I love what you just said. Show for yourself cuz you know, you're not going to show it for anybody else. Like what's what's the purpose of me going to the gym just to make my wife or my husband happy? Like that's there's no good ending to that. It's just you pushing your body for someone else or for something else. Like do it for yourself show up for yourself because you're the one working you're the one putting in the work you're the one changing your nutrition you're the one waking up doing you know your morning cardio whatever you're doing it's you and it's only you and you're the one that's going to get the results and you're the one that's going to be the one to show it off you know um and with with you doing everything you've done too and opening up your gym let me ask you what is your why uh like happiness honestly i opened a gym because the gym is my happy place I opened the gym because 
for a lot of my clients and future clients, the gym is going to be their happy place. It's, it's their therapy session. And I think we just need to improve our health and fitness. Like every individual can improve that. Yes. Wow. I like, I, happiness is something that if you get a tug and you feel like, oh dude, this makes me like, I didn't even think about my issues. You know, I didn't even think about no problems. Like this was it. And it completely, I was just struck by this. If whenever you find that, thrive in that. And, and with health and fitness there, and if, if you tried it one time and it didn't work out for you, don't stop. It's just that didn't work for you. That class didn't work for you. That type of lifting didn't work for you, you know? Yeah. There's so many different types out there. There's so many different programs. There is going to be something that works for you and really makes you want to continue to show up. Like right now, I have an eight-week online challenge going on. And something I really want to preach is you're not just changing your workouts or your nutrition for these eight weeks like this is something you need to practice and instill like these need to be habits like you need to continue to go to the gym after the eight weeks is up you need to continue to think about your food choices you know you don't need to restrict yourself but you should be a little conscious about the foods you're bringing into your body so conscious yes conscious be aware listen to your body yes very 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 true um, Bailey girl, it's been, it's been so good talking to you. I love your journey through powerlifting. I love your journey through opening up your own gym. Um, I think it's very fascinating what you're doing and, um, and that answer for your why happiness, that is, man, I, I think that is probably one of the best reasons why anyone could do anything is just to find happiness with yourself and spread that to other people. And, and, and gyms out there are so judgmental. Sometimes you go to a gym and people will judge and judge and judge. But when you are the face of be fit and you have this a beautiful gym and people come through and you're pushing happiness because that's you then people are going to feel confident people are going to feel happy they're going to feel attracted to that because who's not attracted to happiness you know and that's what people want so that's exactly. so that's so awesome i love it all i love it all so uh for all of our listeners right now or anyone in phoenix arizona or you know whatever if someone is finding value with what you're saying and wants to reach out to you, wants to find you or ask you questions or something, where is the best place for people to find you? So the gym Instagram is B P F I T T gym, B fit gym, or I have a website B dash fit.com. You can shoot me an email through the website. Um, there's also a phone number up there. You can shoot me a text message or call me. Same with Instagram. Shoot me a message. You can come to the gym. First session is free. Um, even if you don't want to come work out and you just want to chit chat for a few minutes, feel free. Um, I would love to meet you. And this is definitely a judgment free zone. So I love it. I love it all. Whenever I'm in Phoenix, I will be reaching out to you because I will definitely go to BFit Gym and go try it out and go crush a workout with you for sure. That's so awesome. So that would be awesome. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Uh, we can kill yeah. like a nice little outdoor hit training workout in like 120 degree weather. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for being here on another episode here on the Train Hard Lift Strong podcast. If you have found any sort of value in this episode, you have connected with Bailey, um, or you're just finding value in everything she's gone through and just what we talked about today. 
all we ask is you simply share out this episode, share it to your Instagram story, uh, send it to your best friend, your gym buddy, your mom, your dad, anyone. The more people we can get to listen into these episodes, y'all, the more lives that we can all change together. But thank you once again. I'm your host, Coach Matt, guest speaker, Bailey. And as usual, y'all, get out there, train hard. Live strong. All right, everybody. Bye. Bye. You just finished another amazing episode on the Train Hard Live Strong podcast. If you have grabbed any sort of value from this episode, all we ask is you simply share it out to your Instagram story, Snapchat, send it to your best friend. If you want to know when the next amazing episode or guest speakers are coming on the show, make sure to check out our website, trainhardlivestrong.com. And also, if you want to see the sickest apparel, go ahead and check out athleticbeings.com. We'll see you all in the next episode. Coach Matt, peace. <laughs>